0: And I'm excited, um, but live it is smoking tobacco. It's the Spare Note series. I'm Matt Tobacco from SmokingTobacco.com, and I'm joined by the one and only, uh, truly good friend, dear friend of mine, Mr. William Cooper from Scarcoop. The, I'm sorry. Let me say that again. From what has been known, has been told to me, is the king of the cigar coop media empire, William Cooper from Scarcoop. Because oh, apparently, know. the word of the street is, is that Will Cooper is like buying everybody up and putting them under this little Scar Coop umbrella. <laughs> Everyone's like, Oh, oh you're part of the Coop umbrella? And I'm like, No, I'm, I'm still me. But me and Coop, you know, we have our own chemistry. So we do a show together.
1: But yeah, yeah, exactly. But oh. no, no, I
0: mean, no, in all serious. No, you guys do good. You guys did a great job uh, with PCA. Um, you know, you had Bear from from our Takes. Um, you had Aaron Nielsen there. You had. Um Ben Lee from uh smoking syndicate. I
1: don't know. What do you guys call that? That's gonna be smoking syndicate. That's gonna yep. be our vid- video content channel. Yep. Uh, yep.
0: Um and Aaron Loomis was there, I think, with you guys, or was he? I don't remember. he was he, he was he was,
1: like, he was with us, but he was with developing palettes. Oh, he okay. A, he had a read everyone on developing palettes. So he was in the media compound, but really he had his own thing to do there. So um you know he didn't need to he, he was welcome to come with us, but you know, obviously, he had his own things he needed to accomplish, which, uh, he, you know, sort of our paths crossed during the show. Um, but, you know, as I mentioned, we all each had a role at the show. Um, we we never did video at this level before. So Ben's got the experience behind the camera. Bear was doing the interviews. So I called him like the Mean Gene Oakland, you know. He was mm-hmm. the mean, mean Gene Oakland from the WWF days. Uh, Aaron <laughs> Nielsen kind of ended up as our photographer. And I was the guy taking notes because we have a very heavy written piece. That's a big part of what we do with Coop Coverage, which uh, not a lot of people are doing written pieces anymore. And honestly, like doing even doing the photography and the written piece by myself was really tough. Um, now, adding video would have been impossible. Right? We, we, Bear and I did a couple of videos, but they were time consuming. We didn't have the right equipment. Um, we we were bringing laptops into the booze. It was, it was like we, you know, and Ben comes in and he's, he's been doing this for 15 years. So to get someone like him and what was really interesting, Matt, a lot of people said you're new, right? Well, guess what? We looked at your camera setup. Ben looked at your camera setup. You know what he said? We're going with, with the way you guys set up the microphones next year. So we learned a lot from you guys, just so you know that um anyone's Matt was the new guy there he was it was his first show but by no means were they new when it came to doing this we uh we learned from you guys from that so thank you
0: yeah uh we came to play Mm -hmm. um you know I'm sure that you know and I'll say this now because I know everyone um I know it's probably hot on everyone's minds in terms of me uh I'm sure everyone has heard about my comments uh, I'm all done with it. Not because like, I'm afraid of anybody, but I'm just like, I've just I've had enough of listening to everyone's comments on it. Um, I, I said what I had to say. I said what, you know, I felt about some things and the only thing I'm going to say is, is that uh, I think people, some people had the wrong idea. Um, it wasn't about everybody. It wasn't about just new people. It wasn't about, it wasn't about most of the people. Actually, it was only about a few people who I saw and heard of, um, being a little disruptive at the show who i also was told by scott pierce um you know hey you know i know that i know about specific people who i've seen on our trade show floor who i know specifically applied and we denied them because we said you you just we don't feel that you meet the requirements for you know what you're asking for and uh you know so ultimately you know i just all i do is share my thoughts and opinions on it and uh some people took it the wrong way and uh you know, in, including, you know, one or two people who might have made a, a post about it on Facebook, creating a whole thread. And then uh, they made it friends only, which I get that. But then when, you know, people tagged me in it and they had it set to friends only. So I added that person as a friend and they and I saw that they denied my friend request because they didn't want me to get in on the conversation. It's like, look, all I have to say is like, you know, that's just kind of bitch move you know what i mean that's this kind of cowardish. you know what i mean like you're gonna you're gonna go out on social media you're gonna blast somebody you're gonna create a whole post whole conversation about someone and when that person comes to try and like defend their stance on it you know in the right way and you, you go out of your way to hide it from them i mean that's just a coward move i mean that that is i mean that that guy is just he's a nobody and uh that's all i have to say and that's all i have to say about the whole thing so i i said what i had to say and That's it. I don't, we don't really care to say anymore that the, the leaves are going to fall how they fall. And, you know, I'm not out here to get anybody either. All I did was make, you know, some comments based on like people like no more than like three or four people who, you know, did stuff that just was unprofessional. And, you know, I just, a lot of different things and that's it. It wasn't a blanket statement for like all these different people. It's so stop getting yourselves all worked up. I was probably not talking about you for the most part. So Um, actually I think the people who I was talking about, I think they know that I was talking about them and I could give a shit. So, um, but yeah, that's it. You know, if you're media, you want to be part of the business. I'm not saying you don't belong there. I mean, we, we, we all should be together. I think it's all I wanted to say was, there's a few people who weren't doing it the right way and needed to respect some boundaries of the manufacturers a little bit more. And that's it. It wasn't a whole fucking thing. Like calm down. You know, that's, that's all I have to say. So coop, tell me. Where do you want to begin? Because this is going to be like our PCA post game show. Maybe we hit a couple other things, but
1: uh... yeah, you know, there's one thing I'm going to want to hit. Um, which you well, I know there's about. like
0: three things you want to hit.
1: Yeah, so. I'm trying to remember what the three <laughs> things. But I know there's one thing you guys talked about on Thursday, which I apologize if I kind of monopolized. I was. No, no 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 no
0: no i wasn't even like i wasn't like worried that you were taking away from like our conversation on the show i was just like coop this is good fucking material for another show so yeah 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 exactly let's not exactly. waste it now in the comments section like yeah, you it, have, it, have your moment now to say what you want to say yeah exactly. uh, but i know what you're talking about you wanted to talk about um a lot of the communication from different people especially with the pca with kind of like what they're Doing on the, especially on the legislative side too, I think you you feel like there needs to be more communication to the rest of us as to like what specifically is going on and yeah. consequences from certain things that they do and all this. And I think it's a good point. And it's your soapbox. I I warmed up the pan for you, but this is you
1: know okay. this is your time. So, so so we'll do that and then we'll get into some of the PCA stuff. So this week there was a appeals court uh, decision handed down uh, from. Uh, the appeals court in dc uh in the lawsuit that the cigar industry has against the uh fda um this is i haven't even put this on the website because it's a complicated document to read and i'll tell you why i haven't put it yet but because because i I, charlie actually did a better job already probably than i'm going to do but i am going to put something out there um The looked, there were a lot of things that were basically told the cigar industry no, no, you can't change the predicate date. No, you uh, can't. um, User fees are like, no, no user fees are allowed. User fees are allowed, basically. Um, You know, as far as the substantial equivalence timetables, they were fine. A lot of things were, were, it was a loss. Every every point that they appealed in that appeals case was lost. Um, Charlie called it a uh, resounding, I think he called it a major defeat. I'm paraphrasing it. And, he, and he's right. It was a bad defeat that we took, right? So, the problem I've had with the communication... First of all, I want to just say, I, the people in the trade organizations have a very, very tough job, okay? They're short-staffed. They, 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 it's a thankless job they do. And, you know, I'm talking about the Glenns, the Aaron's, the Scott Pierce's, the Joshua's. So, this is... I'm not trying to beat them up here, okay? But... You have a major you have a major court case that was decided and it was a loss. You have to acknowledge the loss. You, You know, you're letting other media outlets interpret the loss. You guys have to have some sort of a position on this and you can't wait 48, 72 a week later to do it. You need to have something out there right away, even if it's a short statement, acknowledging the defeat. Yes, we lost the defeat. And oh, by the way, we're going to have our position statement in the next couple of weeks. I'm fine with that. Right. But there's this silence that happens. Right. But when but then I see when we get these like letters sent to Congress or these small wins, they're like blasted all over the place. Right. So I, I, I don't understand why we why why we go into hiding when we lose something. This was a costly court case, an appeals case. I'm imagining is not cheap. I'm imagining it's more expensive than a, even going into the, the, the district courts here. And I think, you know, if is a concern and stuff like that, I think a response is, is, is warranted back in a timely manner. And I've heard excuses. I was hearing, like I heard John giving some excuses on your show. I'm like, no, John, this is an appeals case here. Th- this is something that should have absolutely been acknowledged swiftly and quickly this is why people get this frustrated with the trade associations and like i said i understand what the job they have they do really they have a very tough job they do a great job but it goes back this is communication you have to be able to communicate the bad news with the good news. and i've noticed this over the years this is the pattern when we lose it's we're not we're not as quick with it but when we win boy we get that thing's out there within an hour but when we lose it's like well you know and I want to I want to understand what this means for the direction of the court case as well. So acknowledge it. And if you don't have that strategy for what this means going forward, I'm fine. You can come back with that label. Acknowledge the loss. Let people know you, you had the loss. The worst thing I could do is try to interpret that court document and then um, I'm wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't have to chase down anyone for a statement on this either. is my other point. This is something you should be doing. I understand
0: so, what you're saying. I mean, it yeah. makes—I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It's in, yeah. in, especially when it comes to, you know, an organization where you know, and it's in a way like all of us pay into, uh-huh. you know, one way, shape, or form. Um, especially, you know, manufacturers—you know—give them more money than like you and I do. Um, do we contribute? Yes, but I mean, they obviously give them a lot more money. So, uh, if I was a manufacturer, you know, I would be like, all right, like people like you know Pete Johnson. And uh, I forget who else, but like, you know, like he gave them like a $10,000 donation. Um, was it the end of last year or beginning of well, the year? Like
1: there was Pete Johnson, there was Terrazona, there were a few yeah. of them. some Some people did it and wanted to be very quiet about
0: it. Right. But my point is yeah. like some people who have given them larger sums, like to fund them for what they're doing. Like I would be like, all right, like not like hold it over their head. Like I give you this money and I'll do something. They'd be like, well, I mean, like, you know, we paid you to do some stuff. Like at least just tell us like, you know just give like just you know make us feel a better like well what what is your game plan or like you know what was the outcome what does that mean or just just you know explain a little bit better give us a little bit more information about like you know you know what you're doing because at the end of the day pca is is more about the legislative stuff than a trade show you know what i mean the trade show is the byproduct despite what many people think i mean the trade show is is all fun and games but that's to raise money for the real stuff i mean pca is you know cra caa i mean those organizations are there for you know the fighting of uh, bureaucrats and politicians and the, and the legislative stuff and the fda and everything that goes against you know this right here yeah. this right here really coop this is what it comes down to
1: this is what comes that, to, yeah
0: this right here it, it, it and we... somebody's trying to take it away yep and they spend that money so that way those people can't. Yeah. Um, and we just want to know, like, you know, what, what's the current state of the fight? You know, it's. Well,
1: yeah. My my thing is, this is not a, let's tear down the organizations with my comments here. This is I want to I want you guys to be successful. And I and I, and I and I and I guess, you know, someone's on the outside looking in there, there are things I see that, like, I think this is just a layup here. I mean, it was a layup. You kind of look, we saw a lot of transparency at, from the PCA at the trade show this year at the press conference and stuff like that we know that they're getting better at it right they're not but clearly they're not there yet and this is something that's very important because again we want them to be successful we, we appreciate what they do they we wouldn't have had we've had wins the wins we had last year wouldn't have been possible without them I mean no. there were efforts put in and a lot of hard work so I'm not but again I see this and I'm like this is Business as usual, again, like this is why people have lost a lot of faith in these organizations over the years, I think. And I just I want them to get a confidence and trust level from their membership base. And I think, if you know, and if I get a phone call from them, I'll explain exactly my, what I'm saying here tonight.
0: Absolutely. I just want to touch on something really quick because I forgot to bring this up because um, yep. Jeff Walsh asked what we were smoking. Yep. I'm smoking the Arturo Fuente 858 Rosado Sungrown, Really good cigar. Uh, coop you have the Mil-DS?
1: a ds pre-release so Ooh. this is a year this got a year old They sent me these right last summer so I had one more of these left so it's the bands a little different you'll see um it's white bands stink but, I know, um, the
0: glare from the yeah, yeah, yeah
1: they stink but but uh it's a little bit of a different man I had one of these left over um and was really glad to like this one up tonight crown heads makes this folks yes
0: out. yep um sorry I didn't mean to Get off topic. No, 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 I, no, I, I no. wanted to hit that because I know people you know they do like to know and, yeah. and that's fair I'd want to know so
1: yeah
0: um, and then um, but yeah so but getting back to that sorry um, yeah I mean I I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat with, I don't have like too much to say on it I would say that you've really covered the bases and I would only I would really the only thing I want to echo just coming out of my own mouth so it's on record is that yeah I mean I don't I feel the same way I don't I'm not trying to tear them down either I I want them to be successful I'm on their side I'm on their team um, I want to help them any way that I can, um, you know, with, you know, in my capacity, you know, I, I want to see them do good things. I mean, I'm on their side. Um, just, yeah, I just, I guess, you know, the, the comments from us or from the peanut gallery to them maybe is just, you know, we just want to see, you know, a couple of changes, just like with the trade show. I mean, just, I'm not asking you to like, you know, rewrite the book. I mean, just, just make some couple of changes that, you know, I think are just yeah. going to be better for everything overall. Yeah. um and it's not just a trade show it's kind of how they handle their other stuff but i'm not saying that you guys suck no yeah. it's yeah. you guys are you know you're important we need you we we want to be we are on your team we want you to be successful you know what i mean your their success is only benefiting everybody else so yeah um i can't stress that enough it's just yeah a couple little changes that just would make things a little bit nicer i think for everyone and um you know i think that i have to say you know i think scott pierce needs a lot of credit for putting on that trade show
1: Absolutely, Erin too.
0: Erin um, too. Yeah, she's phenomenal. I have emailed her hundreds of times back and forth leading up to the show. Yeah. Um, you know, just the way they put that show together. You can get into the what happened at the show and this and that, but if you just just take all that away from it, the fact that it not what happened at the show, what the show was, how big it was, just take that away from it. Just think of any trade show, an event, at a place. You know, especially like in Las Vegas at a convention center, the planning that has to go into that. The money and paying for stuff and coordination and all that, all this stuff to do that la- almost last minute within a hundred days, like a few months before the trade show actually happened. That's when it was like, Okay, this is what we're doing. Uh, you know, that's not easy, regardless of what your opinion is on the trade show. That's not easy to do. I mean, like with with three people, you know what I mean? With three people full time at PCA, yeah. so yeah. they do need credit for that. I, I, I'm not going to take that away from them. I think they need that. Um, in terms of critiquing the way the show happened and maybe other shows before that's a different conversation and that's yeah there's a but there's no
1: yeah we won't we always Monday morning quarterback I mean two years ago Matt it was a disaster I mean there was there was no excuse what happened two years ago it was a bad it was bad execution completely right and I mean they get a pass this year with COVID they're gonna get a pass with it there's no way around it um we're gonna see what happens next year now I mean that's the thing so um, you know, there was something like, you know, obviously the, the foot traffic, the last two days is still atrocious. Um, they didn't, not handle- only
0: that, sorry, not to yeah. interrupt, but I think no. it's worth mentioning with that, the, it's not just the foot traffic of people who are attending the show to walk around. Yeah. It's the fact that there was a handful, uh, a small handful of people who packed up and left on Monday.
1: Well, there was that, but there was also booze that were packing up on Tuesday that I couldn't cover. Because the product yeah. was gone. When the product's gone, right, there's not much point. And when some of the people are gone, the main people we want to interview are gone, there's not much point in covering your booths. And guess what? I, I I'm sure you you allocated this as a four three and a half day trade show, let's say, right? Four four, you know. So yeah, yeah. It was there were booths that we had allocated for day four. Um, the Caldwells, the Warps, the Gurkhas, you know, and things were being put away and it's like, Oh gone. I'm like, well, what can I do at this point? Right. <clears throat> um, we, we, you know, if someone said, Hey, we're le-, like, if we're leaving, we're not gonna be here day four, I would have worked with them. You know, if you make some sort of announcement like that, you know, uh, you know, I, there's not much more I could do. I can't squeeze blood from a stone. I've offered anyone who didn't get coverage to, they can still work with me. We'll give them, we'll give them a coverage. I'll do a zoom with them if they want, you know, um, but, you know, I'm not going to beg either to get it done. You know, if you want it, I said the offer is out there and people can do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> again, in terms of PCA, I wouldn't put it all on them like it's like their fault or whatever. I think my suggestion to them to make the change would just be like, hey, it would just be nice if maybe you guys were like, hey, you know, if you're going to come and exhibit, we'd like you to stay the entire duration of the show because that way it's fair for everybody. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be there, you're going to put on a show. um, I, I would, you know, and, and I know that there's, you know, maybe there's only so much they can do, or maybe, you know, or maybe they can really enforce it, you know, whether or not how far they want to go with it is another thing. And I understand that they have their own parameters that have to be within, but at least kind of put it out there in some way, like, you know, hey, if you're coming to the show and you, you pack up, you know, Monday afternoon, like, I mean, there's people who flew in. I mean, I know people who, yeah. who flew in just for like, they flew in Sunday to be there yes. Monday and then Tuesday. Yeah. So it's exactly, like, you leave yeah. Monday. Like I know that there's people who come in for the first two days and then they right. leave, but there's people who come in for the last two days and then leave. Yes, yeah. so it's Like if you, if you fly all the way out there, and you're like, I want to go see, um, let's see, Caldwell, and you're like, oh, 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 they're gone. Well, I really wanted to buy from them, but they're not here.
1: What? Right. Look, and look, Robert's been a great supporter of Cigar Cooper over the years. He's he's a former sponsor. He's always been accessible and everything like that. So I don't like beating up on Robert um, at all. I mean, I'll, the whole boost thing that's that's his choice. Um, you know, and again, I didn't really like it. But, you know, the leaving early, unfortunately, we had an award to give Tony Bilotto, uh, Bear had an award to give Tony Bilotto, um, in that booth. And we didn't get he didn't get to give it to him in person. So because he was gone. Um, so it was a, it was a problem. Um, it was a problem. Michael Hercats was a different story. We, we bungled that one up. The Person of the Year award—I bungled that one up. That's on me. Yeah, yeah, you um, did. That, yeah, I did. I did. I was. At, I was. At the booth, I'm not even
0: going to downplay. It. Yeah, you did. No, no we did. We, I, I did. I did. I did, and
1: I felt bad. But but yeah, so I'm not. You know, that's 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 on me. But and I don't blame Michael on that one. And he said, "Well, that was problem. I couldn't give that. If it was a if it was a company award, I could have given it to Brendan. Right? He was there. Right? But it was a it was a Person of the Year award. So we did it on Barry's show on Sunday night, and, and it's all good. Um, we totally uh, we totally understand. You know, well not- that, but.
0: Not to throw shade, not to throw shade. I love I love Michael a lot, but he was invited to the media compound. and He bailed.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, he did bail, but he, he can, did he bail. Called. He did bail, but he called. He um, did he call, guessed,
0: but he bailed. He did,
1: yeah. So <laughs> so people are saying, well, if I didn't show up, do I get a lifetime? If you said you were coming at a certain time and you didn't have like a legitimate excuse, like. Then uh, I'm like, look, you're you're banned for life. I'm not gonna, I'm not, you know, it might be better. I'm not biting you again. You know what I mean? So, because mm-hmm. because we tried to keep it, as you know, we we purposely did keep it small, because again, you know, um, it was hot out. It was COVID. Um, still hanging over. So we didn't want to have like, even though we did have in, in the end, we had we had more room than we thought though at that place. So, um, so yeah, he he, uh, you know, Hector had a um, Hector had a bell, but he was like he was in severe pain with his knee mm-hmm. uh, and, and I could, I would not want to be out in the heat sitting in those. I, I totally got that. So he, you know, getting
0: attacked by like four inch bugs, bugs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that Garrett Robinson was the hero. I mean, he saved everybody from that. He, he
1: you know, saved everybody them right up. And- I'll take from that. Um, now yeah. there was a little talk on, on, on how about that cigar? Um, I didn't think you, you like ran from Nicole or anything like that. I think yeah, no, Garrett, that's bullshit. Garrett was just ready, Garrett was just ready, ready to kind of step in as like the hero. It was I like think all he was waiting for something like this to happen. So, <laughs> so uh no, what happened was so
0: if anyone saw the show, they heard the story. I'm just going to explain it, but for those yeah, who don't know the story, right. it was those I don't even know what kind of beetle they're beetles. I don't know what kind they were, but they could fly and they had the long like pincers on them on the front. But they were probably like I mean they were huge. Um and they, they kept, there was like a, there was a brick wall, like in Nevada, they all have like brick walls and stuff around their property. They don't do right. fences. So we were throwing them over the wall well Garrett was throwing them over the wall and they kept coming back. So one of them like came back, flew and it landed on the ceiling. And then we were outside on this like patio and like it had the stone ceiling with the lights and the ceiling fan, kind of like a, almost like a, um, just like an overhang or whatever that was covered, but it yeah. was outside. And so it's crawling and I see it. We all see it. And I think it was, uh, Loomis who said like, when, that oh, yeah. thing, when that thing, cause it got right over the fan and it stopped. And then Loomis was like, when that thing falls, cause it will, it's going to be like anyone's game where that thing gets thrown to. Mm-hmm. And Nicole just kept saying like, oh, I know it's going to be me. I know it's going to be me. And the thing fell. And, it, and when I saw it fall, like I jumped out of the way, like as it was in the air, not after it got on Nicole, like I was like, Oh, uh, and then it landed on Nicole and then I ran over to Nicole and she kept spinning around. I was trying to get her to stop so I could grab her dress and then just get it off, which yeah. I did. And I was like, you ran away. I'm like, no, I didn't. I'm like, as no, soon, no, as, as, soon was- as I knew it was on her, I ran to her side. So that's all right. No,
1: it's hate. all Yeah. It was not it's that uh, It was, uh, I, I did not. I, yeah, I was, I <laughs> normally I do play by play with bugs and stuff like that. Like um, there was like Eric Gutmerson from dojo he's like a magnet for these types of weird bugs and they always find oh, really? his way to him. Yeah. We were at a party at Mike Bellity who had rented a house one year and he's, these bugs like just started coming towards these giant bugs just started landing next to him and stuff. And he always seems to find them. Uh, and, uh, I, one year I think I did play by play of the bug. Like it was, uh, I think there's a video on my Facebook page somewhere that
0: I don't like bugs. Um, you know, Nicole and I have expressed interest in, in living in the Southwest. Um, that still doesn't scare me away, but it's in the negatives column. Giant bo- Oh, and, and um, they got uh, snakes and scorpions.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, when I was out. Don't like those I, either. No, I'm mean, not going to scare me away. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been out there, I've had, I've heard rattlesnakes as well. I'll just say I've not had an encounter with a rattlesnake, but hearing it enough is enough to make me back away. Um, You know, and then there's rocks, which I, you know, you walk on a rock and just sprain your ankle when you're 50, it's bad. So True. <laughs> you think you can walk I'll give off. I'll give you that one. Oh, I'll man, the, I one. was in Mexico. Uh, So uh, you were 50 when you did that? No, I was 54. I was 53. I just did that on my last trip. Yeah. I had that sprained yeah. ankle. I had that high ankle sprain. I drove yeah. back from New Mexico with it.
0: Yeah, el- the elderly are not too good on the rocky terrain. No, oh, I'm sorry. No.
1: <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen. You all say, buddy, you're going to get there. Right? So I, know, I-, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I got to
0: get my jokes in now so that some well, other young well, bastard can be like, oh, so,
1: <laughs> so, so when I was 40, me and my son, Timmy, we went to Springfield for the Basketball Hall of Fame, and you could play basketball and do layups i did a couple of layups and i was like holy shit i'm hurting like from doing these layups um you know i just i, I realized i wasn't 30 anymore when you get to 50 then it's like now nah, something where like you, you I, what would have happened to me at thir- like at 30 i would have had i would have been fine but that really mm. hurt afterwards so uh that's what they that's what they told me at the orthopedist like yeah you just can't do the same things anymore you got to be more conscious of that so
0: i got a bad knee as it is Cause I had, I had my knee expand when I was in, uh, I want to say between like the eighth and ninth grade. Um, I had it expand with the fluid and it swelled and I had to go to the hospital and like, I couldn't walk. I couldn't, I couldn't bend it. It was just, I didn't, it was, um, it was a side effect from Lyme disease. Um, that I, I started to get like when I was, um, cause I got the the tick thing and it, I, the whole yeah. thing and i found out i had it and then it causes your joints to swell and i got it in my knee and uh like just one day i woke up and it was like poof, and i couldn't i couldn't walk i'm like I, yeah. I, I, I gotta go to the hospital and like i went there and they had to like stick the the long needle inside the knee and oh. like suck the fluid out which was like the worst experience
1: yeah.
0: uh and like i've had surgeries and stuff like that sucked because of the pressure like of your like your whole knee just like coming back in. Was yeah. like, oh my yeah. god. It was yeah. not what I was expecting but ever since then um I've always had this one issue with that knee and I think that that just it pushed everything out and then like it just didn't hear right. So I know when I get older like that's going to bite me in the ass. Uh because I've already had issues like when I like you know exercising <clears throat> like anytime I'm like bike riding or sometimes if I run hard enough or like I know it's like in the gym um sometimes i'll get like a click in that knee like if i'm ever cycling like as i go over every every turn it's like click click yeah. click and it's just like there's nothing i can do yeah and there's been some days like <clears throat> i mean because you know what i do for work so i mean there's yeah. been some days where you know it, it's a it's a it's a more rugged day and i can just i can feel it in my knee and it yeah. and i and i'm and i'm 28 you know what i mean so it's like uh i'm sorry 27 how old am i now i don't fucking remember. 27. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, so, yeah, so it, it, I, you know, by the time I am in my fifties, um, yeah, I know I'm going to feel it. So I joke, but I know I'm in for a rough ride. You know, I also like, I've had, I've had back issues and stuff growing up. So
1: yeah, it's, yeah my, uh, my
0: bodies are, and plus what I do, you know, I'm, I'm in physical, I'm in a physical career. So it, that yeah. takes its toll.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, I'll say this, um, massively out of shape from being homebound, um, but I did. I didn't have. I didn't get any exhaustion from walking the trade show floor. I think it was good, maybe because it was so small, right? But uh, but at least I I physically wasn't. Uh, it was the only time I was physically hurt. I was at that Herklotz uh, cocktail reception, and and the ankle was hurt, starting to hurt me. I couldn't stand up anymore. And I had to, really? I had to leave to go out. There's nowhere to sit. So I had. I, that was the only time I had. Any, but but I was on my feet all day at that point. So that was I think an extreme case. But otherwise, I was fine.
0: Jay Davis, 27. William Cooper and I have underwear and T-shirts that old. I'm sure you do, Jay. I I I'm have sure a daughter.
1: I have a daughter older than Matt. To give you an idea. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, yeah. It is a, yeah. which is kind of well, good. It's a little generational thing, you know. I kind of like the cross generational stuff. Yeah.
0: we little, my little here. I know, right? See, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's why I love coop. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> I, you know I got my other brother Bear over here in the chat. Brother Welcome. Bear, what a Bear, job! Bear Bear's I watching can't. the show. You, you, I have. You know, I'll, I'll say it for you, Bear. Like his interviews, dude, he did a great job. He, um, he was
1: he was Gene Oakland,
0: dude. The last and day, I love Gene Oakland. yeah. That last day was it? Pete Johnson. You guys did like towards like the actual end. to End like the end of day, day three. Tuesday? End yeah. of day
1: three.
0: I just remember the end. It, it was day three or day four. I remember. I just I looked at him and he he his voice was gone and he was just, just like. <sighs> He was like, just done, not defeated. Just like he just, he left it all on the trade show floor. And I just gave him a hug and I was like, buddy, come here. I'm like, you killed it. Yeah. Like you you went there and you earned it. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's how it should be. You know what I mean? Like he, he, he left it, you know, he left it on that trade show floor.
1: Yeah, he did. I had this epiphany two years ago. Um, Like I said, we had done a couple of interviews. We did three interviews at the shows in 2019 and there was one, he, it was, we interviewed the Royal Agio guys. I actually interviewed um, Boris Winterman's. So I felt bad, right? Cause I asked Bear if I could do that one and figured I oh, could do them next time. And then they sold the company. Hmm. Uh, but he interviewed, uh, he interviewed their master blender. He interviewed soccer and he interviewed who just gotten um, number That's one. Yep. And I, and I was always videos. I know video is tough. I knew video. I couldn't do it. Right. But I saw something in those interviews. I'm like, why I said I went to Bear I said Bear I think we need to do video because he's got a gift right mm-hmm. and I think my strength isn't doing those interviews on the trade show I think I'm better in this setting and so we made that decision let's bring let's bring a third person in right and that was going to be Aaron Nielsen and the idea was Aaron was going to kind of float between the two of us right and the goal is maybe we do twenty interviews right then we then we had the opportunity to get Ben um. And, and everything just fell into place at that point, right? And we really had to plan that on a month. Like, Ben came in around June 1st, around Memorial Days when he came in. So, mm-hmm. you know, we had to, you know, and so, but I kind of saw, I said, we haven't, and the other thing is, there were, there were key video guys who weren't there this year. Um, His old brand, Stogie Review, wasn't going. Um, and the Scar Federation guys weren't there. So, and those those have been the staples of video coverage for years uh the dojo guys have been picking that up in recent years but they've been doing it a lot less time so i thought there was an opportunity for us here to capture on what bear can bring and he just not i mean he it, 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 i mean i just everyone did a great job with their interviews so i'm not this is it but i i was really happy with what we got and uh you know he did, we, we kidded him about 54 minutes with Steve Saka. You're going to want to hear every minute of that interview. Okay, is what I'm just going to tell you. It's out there already. Um, you're going to want to hear it because it, it doesn't feel like it's a 54-minute interview. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing with the Pete. The Pete one, I think, is like 20, 25 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. So There's there's some really... Uh, and he got to interview a lot of people that I know. Or I think he checked off every bucket on the list on this trade show that was left. Maybe there's one or two left, but um, for the most part, he checked off everyone he had interviewed. He got Huber. He got uh, George Padron, Ho Chi Blanco. Um, so I mean, he he and I'm, I know I'm leaving some out. So uh, he did a tremendous job, and I'm really happy to have him. And everyone everyone who's been associated with the team um, they just worked very hard, and I'm, I'm, I'm I, I can't thank them enough.
0: Absolutely. Um, sorry. Well, uh, i'm trying to i'm trying to put together a little surprise
1: okay uh but again i'll just kind of say as long as you're doing that i'll make a comment as well go Matt ahead nicole year one uh they did a fantastic job um again video is tough to do doing your first trade show is tough to do um and you guys you guys did very well i mean you did very very well um you did you i saw the write-up you did the post-game write-up was really good so i mean i think i i i think you guys gotta be very very happy with with, with having a first trade show under your belt and guess what you're gonna get better um which is good mm-hmm. so so everyone you know four years ago i i was at a low point I, I had such a disastrous trade show and i said i can't do this myself anymore it was just like it was a disaster um so well I knew it. yeah we uh, we went into it with a plan and uh we got. It's a, we went. We we had a plan, but we we had to really adjust it because we didn't know how the four four team dynamic was going to work. And we did adjust it pretty quick. And we realized we all had to be in the booze because if we split up, we were going to have to go back to booze. So I think what we did, everyone had their role in the booze, and it worked well.
0: Yeah, I mean, we our attack plan was we did we wanted to keep the video short because uh, first of all, there's a lot to cover. There's only two of us and i didn't want to do the long interviews because that's what this is for i mean you guys did long interviews that's fine that's great I'm not we, did, we that. did
1: a few no we did i mean for Ernesto it was six minutes ernesto was six minutes yeah like so, for
0: us like yeah. we were we were just like let's do quick you know because we wanted people we wanted to get to the point and get out i didn't want to hold up manufacturers i didn't hold up any retailers who were waiting to talk to them i didn't want to create just like all these long videos like That you know, because there's a lot of videos that went up from that trade show, and I didn't want it to be like you know, 40 long videos, and then people didn't you know, I want people to be able to bang through them all and see everything that was going on. So I'm like, let's keep them short, people can go through all the videos, release them in chunks so that way it's not all at once and whatever, and then so and I just think that's that's what worked for us, and then you know, we, we had some other stuff that we did too, and uh I would say probably our longest interview was the one I did with Booth, but that you know, that that's for obvious reasons. Um
1: yeah, I have to. Yeah, um, I, I you actually had the shortest interview I ever saw at soccer. I don't know how you kept him that short.
0: <laughs> you know, I just that was just my thing. I just I, yeah. and I told him, I go, Steve, I go, you know what? I go, I we, I don't, I don't need a lot from you. I, I you know, I, you know, I know he's busy and I don't, I don't want to do a lot. You know, I just I want to keep him short and sweet because I, I, I don't, you know, just in terms of the video, that's what I wanted. Um, and it, it seemed to work. And, you know, and of course in the future shows, maybe we'll make adjustments. Maybe we'll make some, some stuff longer, but um, yeah, I just said, Hey, you know what, just, just tell me this, 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 and this, and, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of go back and forth a little bit and that's it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. He was cool with it. Um, so, um, but yeah, no, I mean, first one's done and uh, I, th- I think we did a great job. Um, and then next year will just be even better. So yeah. Um, you know, that's really it. Yeah, same, I mean- with,
1: same with us. I mean, we know we could get better. Uh, and I think every year you'll find something. Different. And I think most of the media brands go in there with that. Hey, you learn some things, and and next year you make adjustments. I mean, I've seen the Dojo people do it. Um, I mean, really good as well. Um, you know, so it's uh, no one does a bad job. Um, you'll look back probably in five years, you'll say. Man, we did. You know, look where we came. Um, I, like I said, I hit that low point in 2017 where I just had so much missed coverage. I'm like, I can't do. I was trying to do this myself. I'm like, this is, and I wasn't doing video. It was insane. So uh, I kind of really kicked myself hard after that show. I kind of got up there. I said, I messed up. This, this is not going to happen again. And I, I, we adjusted. A bear comes in the year next two years after, and I think within the first year we fixed a lot of the problems. Last year we hit 79 booze. Mm -hmm. um this year we didn't okay but i expected 52 we had 58 so i was i was very happy but again we were going through some adjustments as a team and stuff and you know some of the video interviews went longer but i think what we got with the longer stuff was gold so i don't Mm. it's not like i regret it right because we got gold out of those things and and the number the traffic numbers show it so
0: yeah i know i mean i uh like i said everyone who was there they did a good job yeah. Um, in terms of other than, other than media stuff, um, there was a few things, you know, we, we kind of lately touched on, uh, that I'll, I'll, I'll get into now, you know, yeah. we won't spend too much time on it, but you know, like one of the things we saw was, uh, you know, one manufacturer that picked up early kind of made a spectacle of it. I think, you know, who I'm talking
1: about. Yeah. Um, I think it was a deliberate plan though. Uh, yeah, everyone was was talking about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they look, they got their they got their their attention with it, but yeah, I don't I don't I don't still I don't agree with it. I mean, you know, if you're gonna pack up early and leave, like just do it and be done. But to trash the booth area and then leave a note and then be like, oh, yeah, well, we have to get burritos. Thanks to the 73 retailers who came like, don't be pompous about it. You know what I mean? Like if you're not happy, fine, but don't like make a whole spectacle of it. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, like to me, and I'm sure other people like don't care and that's fine, but it's like, don't, I just think that's unprofessional.
1: Let me me kind of address the 73 retailer comment. Yeah, go ahead. Cause I I thought this was interesting.
0: Your time to shine Coop.
1: Okay. (laughs) So it was Caldwell, right? Paul yeah. didn't have a large staff at that booth. All right. 73 divided by three is about 24 retailers a day. That fills up a day. You mm-hmm. just didn't have the staff to do more than that. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm going to be straight. You got, like, if you're going to do like 24 a day with a small staff, that, that's pretty good. But that's not, you know, again, if you have people who are, if you're taking an order with someone and a retailer wants to come there and there's no one who can help, they're going to move on. So I kind of look at it that way. I'm like, you had a very minimal staff there um, and you're going to write less orders with that. That that That's a product of that. And 24 a day isn't bad from what I saw with their staff had. They didn't have a massive staff there.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and I don't know how it was for you guys, but we approached them a couple of different times on different days. And uh, we it just it it it, was like we were in the booth looking around and they were literally just sitting there ignoring a lot of people but like we approached too and it was just kind of like oh like they just they it wasn't like and i and i the vibe i got was it wasn't just us it just they just didn't want to be there they had no interest in the show they had no interest in talking to anybody and i was just like I have a lot of other things I can do and I have people who want to talk to me. So like, I'll just move on. Right. Like, right. No big deal. Has, and
1: that's fine. If they don't want to talk to you, that's fine. Yeah. yeah.
0: And like, and I'm not like, what I'm not like hurt about it. I didn't take it yeah. personally or I was, I was just like, all right, like let's just move on. Cause I don't want to waste time, right. but it was just like, I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to waste my time, you know, trying to convince you to do an interview. You don't want one. That's fine. I have plenty of other people who want to do an interview. So just the whole vibe. And then like, you know, then we see, I was like Monday night, they got the. They left the picture of the trashed, you know, booth with the chairs and the boxes and the box and the cardboard boxes and cigar boxes and, and like, oh, we went to get burritos. Bye. And it's like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh wow, was, that's that's it, nice. It was strange, you know, and I and I can say, this, we've been the booze over the years that have been, I've seen the people sitting around doing nothing and no one will help you. Mm-hmm. Um, when Syndicato was their own booze. Before they moved in with Gurker, that was a problem. I stopped going to them. I I couldn't get help. I couldn't get help in that booth. Um, So uh, it's nothing I haven't said before on the air. I'm saying it it now. There are a few other companies that I think are in that boat. Um, The the other ones we kept trying to knock on the door with too. And eventually um, we had to overcome a lot of different things because there were a lot of companies that didn't understand online media going back five years ago. So I mean... Boos like Alec, Bradley, Fuente, Ashton weren't covered a lot by media because we just, uh, even J.C. Newman, I'll put in that to some extent, um, they just didn't quite grasp online media, but I don't think it was anything that they were against online media. I don't think they understood what we were bringing to the table, and I think the infusion of some newer people into all those organizations um, have really helped um, and now we, we see a very, it's very different. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it's anything different than they had to just learn what we do and, and see the value properly. Right.
0: I, um, you know, since you mentioned JC Newman, uh, well, first of all, Fuente, I think has done a really great job getting in touch with media in the last year. They've really, they, they have, and
1: and uh, they were busy, but we, you look, we all got help from Fuente at that booth. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, we, we got to talk to Liana and we had an interview with her and, and that's up there. But, uh, and JC Newman, you know, uh, um, it was
1: fantastic.
0: The fantastic great booth. Uh, we, we talked to drew. It's always a pleasure to talk to him. He's, he's, he's fantastic. Uh, Adria, I want to, I want to say this now. Oh, moment. Um, yeah, she, so first of all, if you haven't heard smoke tobacco, uh, is now, uh, partnered with JC Newman. Oh, sorry. I forget everything's backwards. Diamond crown. Um, so, uh, for those who are listening, and not watching i have the uh diamond crown guibera but um the um no i mean she has been fantastic I mean, we first met her when we went down to tampa to visit the factory in may um and then we started the trade show and you know getting to talking with her and she is a great person she really is i, I really yeah. like her a lot she's really friendly she's really sweet she seems like a, like a real go-getter and she's out there to do stuff and she's got some really good ideas. You know, we got to talking and, you know, we, we put a partnership together and we're really excited about it. Um, you know, and they're uh, a major sponsor with us now. Um, so we're really excited about that. But she, and she is just uh, she's a great person to work with and talk to. And uh, I think that they put on a great show. The booth was great. They, they for those of you who didn't see it, you know, they had the, the replica model of their factory and it was very detailed. I mean, to the T, they they had the the um the in, the inside part of it too on on the right yeah. side you could go inside that was cool yeah. um i believe they used 2000 over 2000 pieces of cardboard to recreate that whole thing right crazy i mean over the top they won best large booth um hell of a job and i just want to i just yeah. want to just put that out there like they did a hell of a job and i want to give a huge shout out to adria um, over JC Newman. I mean, they she is just she's killing it. She's I think she's great for them. Um, and we're, we're just so excited, um, you know, to to be working with them and and uh and to do more. And we have we have some stuff already planned, um, that I'll be tight lipped about, but um, it's gonna be fun. So I just wanted to say that, you know, yeah, I, I, we're really really excited about that.
1: Well, let me talk a little about Adria too, because um. Everything you said is on point 100%. She, what she, one thing that she did while Bear and Ben were doing the video interviews and Aaron's taking photography, she sat down with me and she wanted to know what my plans were for Cigar Coop for the next six months, like understand where we're going. And lucky I had a really good story to tell, obviously, bringing Ben in with Smoking Syndicate. Um, so that you know, I was able to kind of lay out that and she was taking like very detailed notes on this, right? right. So, I that was something I. I don't. I very rarely have I seen have I had that happen at a trade show, um, to, for a person to understand, you know, what we're doing and, and where we're going, right? Which I think was very very important. So, uh, hats off to that. Um, the other thing I'll just kind of say a little credit. Um, actually, had, two years ago, Espinosa actually had the first cardboard booth. They did one in La It was smaller, but it was still all cardboard. Um, and I found that they did both use the same company. I think J.C. Newman contacted Espinosa. Mm-hmm. For who they use. So that's cool. Uh so yeah, they did they did Espinoza had a really cool like meeting room we'd go in. It was like a back room, like we'd have coffee and stuff. Uh, so we met with Hector there. So that was really cool that they did that. Uh, but yeah, but they, they took it to the obviously they took it to another level at, at this trade show.
0: Yeah, I mean I just I was I remember walking in on Friday, which is another thing too. Um it was weird because We actually got to go in and walk around the trade show floor before the show even started, which has never happened before.
1: You know, uh, Um, we walked into the opening reception. I walked right through the trade show. Yeah. Um, um, which was good. I don't know if that was something that was a mistake or not. Um, so, you know, I don't want to say they've no one said, but, um, yeah, that did happen. Um, I thought it
0: was nice because, and honestly, I, I, I really hope that that stays in place because honestly, you know the reaction I got from most of the people there was that you know they did they didn't mind talking to us as they were setting up i mean i we just it was just nice to walk and get a feel for like the floor plan uh so that way when it is game day you're you know you kind of know what's going on but it was just it was nice to have some casual conversation with people you know like that's when like I walked in and 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 uh and I went over to to matt's booth matt booth um and he was setting up and uh, that's when he first informed me, like, "Oh yeah, uh, we have a sex swing." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Well, um like, we actually have a sex swing." And I was like, "And he had the big condom thing, the backdrop, yeah. and then there's like a little like the squeeze Astroglide um, lubricant, like sitting yeah. on the thing." And I'm just like, and, "And I wasn't even like, oh my god, like I'm, and like it's 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 mad Booth, like." If anyone gets a pass for being raunchy, it's him. Like, I'm not even going to roll my eyes. I, I, in fact, I love it. I think it's great. But I just remember, I was like, wait what, do you, wait, what do you mean you have a sex swing? He's like, well, I'm trying to find the base for it. I know mean, one knows where it is. I'm like, like an actual, he's like, yeah, yeah, like you can get in it and we can, you know, as he said, you know, we can get in and we can fuck. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, so can I do the interview with you sitting in the swing? He's like, yeah, that's how we're doing it. <laughs> by the time the show started, he's like, couldn't find the base so we yeah. not we couldn't set up the swing <laughs> it's such a missed opportunity because you imagine just like you walking by a booth maybe you don't know who he is like for those of us who know who he is it's you know it's like whatever but yeah you don't exactly. know who he is and you walk by and you're like
1: what the hell
0: well, okay this guy's got a condom backdrop and he's sitting in some sort of like swing yep and like what <laughs> like <laughs> it's just so it's so random but i would not have it any other way with him and i think what a lot of people and I, I feel like i need to say this um a lot of people don't know this or maybe they maybe they just haven't figured it out but as crazy as matt is it's it's good crazy and he's a good person he's a good person. yeah absolutely. he's a very good person yeah and he actually cares about people he has his antics and it's fun, but he can turn it off
1: so and
0: regardless he, yeah. of whether it's on or off in the back of his mind, he still genuinely cares about people and I think that's what's most important about him
1: there was one year and this I think this story I've told on the air so it's not a secret uh, Matt had some stuff stolen at the booth oh I didn't know that it was like I think it was jewelry or something like that right Matt was visibly I've never seen Matt was upset, and I happened to go in the booth and I see him as, and I said, "Matt, let's take a walk." And we took a walk around the trade show floor for about thirty minutes, and I just basically talked to him and I think he calmed himself down and went back to the booth after that. But yeah, um, but that was you know so he was visibly upset. He can get upset, and I've seen him. Yeah, upset, and he had a right to be upset on that. You know, that was like...
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, if someone stole my stuff, I'd be be pissed, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, at least the online media people weren't blamed for that, which has happened in the past. Like, online media was blamed for stealing cigars at trade shows. um, And Mm -hmm. with no... Look, look, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if online media has stolen cigars or not, right? Maybe some have. I can tell you I know retailers have done. I've seen it. So... um. You know, again, I, I, everyone's always quick to point fingers, but, you know, unfortunately, there's bad apples all over the place. Sometimes. Um, right. I mean, and you, you, you yeah. just don't punish the whole class. Yeah.
0: You can't control that. I yeah. mean, there's always going to be. There's always gonna be, it doesn't even matter what it is. They're not even like the straight Just Anything. Yeah. yeah. There's always gonna be a bad egg. You know what I mean? Yep. That's just part of life. Yeah. There's always a bad egg somewhere. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> the trick is not letting the one bad egg ruin the whole carton. Right. I um, mean,
1: yeah. But, you know, we talked, Matt, about about people on the trade show floor. And I want to mention this. Right. Okay. Credentials are very important. Right. So the idea is if you're going in as media, you need to go under media credentials. Right. And when you go under another person's credentials, it it, it presents like a manufacturer or retailer. It's it presents a lot of problems. Case in point. 2014 there were some media guys on the trade show floor manufacturer badges before the trade show opened and i knew these guys right and i didn't know what they were down there with the credentials so i went to try to get on the trade show floor and i was denied so i called a board member i said hey why can't i get on the trade show floor? You, you can't get on the trade show floor i said well there's media guys down there and they said really and i said yeah And the next thing I heard is they were kicked off, right? And then a couple of them went on Twitter. The Stogie Review guys went on Twitter and were pissed, right? Um, So it was a problem. And I think even Charlie acknowledged he was on the floor with other credentials. And he said, I'm not doing that anymore. You know, he acknowledged it. But it it presents a set of problems because if if now you're letting people on the floor manufacture credentials and they're technically media, now they have a day advantage to scoop you on stuff and stuff. And it's, it's not, only that, it's just violating the rules. So it's very important that like you go with your right credentials and that the PCA enforces that correctly. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm,
0: I'm done talking about it,
1: but yeah, I wanted to, men- I wanted to mention because we were talking about, so that's why I was careful. I don't know what the rule was this year. So I'm being real careful on that. Um, if I wasn't on that, but apparently everyone uh, who got down there was, so I'm just being really careful. I, I, I don't, I haven't heard any change in the rule with that. So just so so we're all on the same page with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a fair comment to make. Yeah, um, you know, time will tell. Yep. Um, anything else in terms of the trade show that you want to get into tonight?
1: Um, the other thing I I mentioned is, you know, I kind of made this came up on Monday's show with, with how about that cigar? Is I made the comment. That the, I know, some people made the comment they need event planning help. I made the comment they need PR help, and and I, I want to talk with Matt and Garrett on this too. To be fair, because um, they kind of they kind of said yeah, and it was me who said it, by the way. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so I'm not you know they kind of thought it was a terrible idea. I could not disagree more, and I don't think you need to spend eons of PR money to fix the problems that the PC has. They have they need some image makeover right now. Everything they do is looked upon as being like bad, right? They, they have to build a trust back. And I don't think you need to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on PR to fix this. There are PR people. Look, I've seen PR people fix villagers image pretty quickly if the villager fired all their reps, right? I mean, that's a big job to do, right? So I think there's some level of PR help that this organization can get in terms of maybe get some recommendations and it and, and won't cost an eon, a boatload of money to do, um, but they need some help. I mean, because if there, if there was a PR person, they would have organized a picture and you wouldn't have had any, they would have handled the messaging on that. Now, I, I understand if they go around the organization, you can't do it, but little things, I think what they need is they need, they need, to, they need to kind of have everyone say, you know, PCA is their friend. They're doing a great job. We know that they're doing good things at PCA, but it's not translating in, in how it's coming across to the general masses right now. And until they address that problem, it's going to continue. And that's my two cents on that. That's where I would disagree with Matt. I think, and I think, by the way, if they took a loss one year on it, then take the loss on it one year because I think it will pay dividends in years to come.
0: I mean, yeah. I, I mean, hiring a full-on PR firm and you know, spending a lot of money on it. I don't I don't
1: I'd call Gabriel Panera's down in Florida and hire him. I mean, seriously, he could probably fix half the problems they have with the with image. I think, I think
0: maybe know. some I think some level of public communication yeah. would be nice. Yeah. But I think that they need a full on no, thing. I don't think they need like, I don't think they I don't think I can't think they remember need to... I can't remember how it was presented to me when I was on the show. Um but I I I, I think if I remember correctly it was presented like a whole like thing. And I was like, yeah, no, like we don't need to spend money on that or like event planner or all that stuff. I think that if they had a small role for it, that wasn't too extravagant and very expensive. And it, they did the right points. I can see how maybe that would be good. I don't think that if, if they're going to do it, they don't need to hire a whole company and spend all this money on. No, no, no. I don't, need,
1: I don't think they need to go on a major retainer on this. But you got so like I'm one
0: saying. person who's,
1: a consultant sure. who comes in you you hire them as a temp for for 90 days or something like that um, th- now the event thing's a different story that part i don't agree they need the event help because they have a reason they again they were short staffed and and lisa cox was on maternity leave right who probably handled a lot of that stuff so again i, I want to be a little sensitive this is a organization that that they were stripped down and be able people have their personal lives there and, and you know certainly wish everyone the best there um, and, and having a kid is the most important thing in the world. So you can't fault anyone for that. Um, right. So I think okay. there were some circumstances this year. I'll, I'll take them off the hook a little on the event planning stuff. I, I will. I think that's something that they've shown they can do that in the past and they'll do it again. So, uh, again, Scott and Aaron had how much did they? I mean, they were just like, I mean, they had so much on their plate. I mean, and I, and I know I beat the PCA up sometimes, but, you know, in reality, this is what the cards they were dealt. And they had it put on a show. And they did it, so
0: I'm sticking with my with my original comments of I, I'm you know people can say what they want that's fair and I respect everyone's opinion. Totally, I, 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 I totally uh, respect
1: their opinion. They're I great totally, guys. I yeah.
0: totally do. Everyone has their opinion, and I respect if someone says, "Well, oh, the show sucked," but that, that's fair because you know people have their reasons for feeling a certain way, just like I do. Um, my respectful response is, despite years past of the trade show. This year has to be a mulligan year. I'm calling it the mulligan year because of what they dealt with, with the pandemic and all of that other stuff. That was an outside unrelated problem that everyone had to deal with. It wasn't just them. We all did. I'll give you that. But having said that, it would be nice after having the show and all that for next year's show if some big changes were made, I think it would be really nice. And I think next year is going to be the show where even if major, even if like the show doesn't do like a full 180, if enough of the right stuff either starts to happen or you see a couple of little things, you get the feel that it's starting to go in a different direction. I think that'll be enough for us to be like, all right, they're, they're doing it. And as long as they keep up with it, that's, you know, that, that's the other thing. Whether they keep up with it, that's, that's a separate issue. But I think that'll be like, you know what? They're working on it. And you know what? I think right now the leadership they have, I think they have a good leadership. And I think that they're suited for the challenge. Um, but Again, again, you know, being qualified and actually doing it are two different things. I yep. acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, but I think they have a good team. I they, think they I do. Think, I think, that, you know, do. like for, for example, and I know you're a huge part of this, the press, the the press conference day.
1: I'm getting more credit for that. To know is this something I've asked for? Um, I don't think that was me who called, but you know, I, I asked for it. And we finally got it. Yeah,
0: that was a big move. But they it was that they did
1: It was a huge move, and guess what? And it was good. And we had the brass of the the two the ingoing and outgoing president. And yeah. by all three were very very transparent. They they did not. That was what we needed. The the media needed to see. Um, and, and, you know, I kind of got on a few people. I, I got on you. I didn't realize that you had you had a leave, you were there and left early um, because I said, hey, we want everyone there every year because we want we want this type of access. It was important.
0: Yeah. You guys were all there. I was there. Uh, Charlie Minato was there. Patrick LeGreed was there. Uh, there was some other people there um, yeah, that I, I didn't I, recognize. Yeah. But, you know, this should be there. That's yeah. good. Um, and i I explained why people need to be there it was a decent attendance but i think you know it could have been a little better but that's okay it was the first year whatever
1: it was the first year and and again i think uh everyone i talked to was really supportive of what i was saying so um i'm confident that you know we'll have more people and i'll implore them to do another one of these next year um we could change the times those are things we could kind of work maybe with them on but i again, yeah, they came in there, Matt. They, they they didn't sugarcoat the numbers this year. They they gave the attendance numbers. They, they acknowledged the finance numbers. Um, Now, I think the other thing is the, the, the easiest way to solve a problem is to recognize you have a problem, and I think that was it was recognized. I think mm-hmm. there's a little more than COVID that's a problem with the attendance, though. I think they can't blame the entire thing on COVID, but I think COVID had some part in it.
0: hmm
1: I yeah, agree. And, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I think COVID was part of it. Now, it, in terms of the attendance of both exhibitors and retailers and like everybody, or maybe, you know, like I think you can chop it up different ways in terms of just the manufacturers or exhibitors. um, The majority of people who weren't there, I think is because people like, you know, LFD, McAuliffe, um, Casa Cuevas. Well, Casa Cuevas, a little different, the couple people didn't go for business reasons.
1: So business, reasons, not because of COVID,
0: were- not because of political reasons, just because like business. Hey, yeah. we don't want to spend the money because we're trying to just get cut up, or we want to spend that money on on our production right now because of yeah, you know, last year whatever. Get that. Yep. Uh, Casa Cuevas went to TPE, and then they were like, you know, we want to support the PCA, but like it just like it doesn't make sense
1: for us for a company that size. For, I, I,
0: yeah, I- small company to back to back within two months do two shows uh like united i know oliver nouveau from united was you know they went to tpe they killed it they sold everything and then they're like you know we it, two months later we're gonna go back we have we're, we're done we're good i get that that makes sense you know why, why just go just to stand around um totally get that same thing with carney you know everyone knows i know carney and we're close like i you know yeah I hope yes, The comments everything. made the comments made behind closed doors have been the same that he's expressed publicly. It's it just, you know, it doesn't make sense. You know, we don't, we don't want to spend the money on it because we have other company issues that we'd rather spend that money on. So that way we can be a better company, you know, get caught up and all this makes sense. Um, You know, people argue like, well, you could still, you know, go and just show support. But it's like at the end of the day, like they're going to be there. They They are there. They are supporting PCA if you still go to the show, it's like, you might as well just exhibit. It's like, look, it, it costs them money to go. They're going to support the PCA in every way they can actually going and spending the money to send people and buy a booth and all that to do the trade show, to, to be like, dude, I, I got back orders from last year. I'm still working on, you know, which is fine. But And in, in and I know John is killing it at work right now, trying to run that company for Lito and Inez and Tony and working with them and the factory and He's killing it right now, doing the best he can, you know, and it, it's a lot of work. So, and that's no BS too. I mean, just because I'm, I'm, you know, tight with John, don't, you know, he is. I mean, it, right. being someone in his position with these manufacturers, it's not an easy job. So, yeah. you have to make those tough decisions. I totally get that. Now, if there's other people who didn't go, and I have, and I have friends and, and, you know, some peers within the industry at these companies. Um, so this is not directed towards that because this is the whole other thing I'm going to work my way into. Um, you know, if those companies didn't go for other reasons, you know, I want to make this clear because this also kind of goes with the whole irrelevant thing. I'm going to tease it there, but I'm going to, going to work this in together. Now, having said that, I know that there's the big four who didn't go for other reasons and all that. We can talk about that and that's fine. I just, I think it needs to be said that, you know, I know some, Pictures were sent out with some captions and all that. There's some people who work for those companies that I think took some offense to that. And uh, yeah, they don't deserve that because that's not their choice. You know, like perfect example, like I don't want to name names, even though I'm trying to back them up. I don't want to name because I don't want anyone to be isolated. But there's a few people who work for those companies who I know and uh, I know pretty good. Who made posts about like, oh, I, so I guess I'm irrelevant. And it's like, because the, the throat, the knife was thrown at their company, but it's like, they took it personally because they took it as like a whole, but you know, it's not them. It, it's, it's people above them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, yeah. Um, and I think that people need to just be aware of that. Um, now at the top as a company, you didn't go. I that's another issue we can talk about. But in terms of just, you know, I would just I kinda want to stick up with the little guys in those companies who kind of felt like, well, it wasn't my choice and like I'm getting like made fun of. Like I'm, I'm i get that, you know, because I look at it as like, what if I worked for Drew Estate? And you know, someone's like, Well, Drew Estate wasn't here, so you're not relevant. It's like, Well, that wasn't my fucking choice. You know what I mean? Like I would be there and like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't just I didn't you know, I didn't say I don't want to go, but my company did, so it's you know, I I gotta play on the team, but you know I, mean, I just that that was just kind of my two cents out of that situation. Uh that I just I kind of wanted to express cuz I saw that. You know, even Carney, like Carney was upset cuz he was like we didn't go and like I was getting messages like, "Oh, did you see you're not relevant, you're irrelevant?" And, and Carney was like I did we didn't go because it it we like why are we going to spend the money? I don't have cigars to sell. Like it's just a waste. You know what I mean? It's not I'm not against the PCA, it's just like what am I going to do? I'm going to spend the money to just stand there and be like, hi, I'm John Carney. Like you want a photo. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have anything to sell you, but you know what I mean? Like I get it. You know, like I think that people just need to remember that too. Um, But that whole, that whole photo thing is a whole nother issue. And you know, I don't know how far you want to get into it, but I just, I wanted to say that.
1: Yeah. So I made a comment that was interesting though. Someone was like uh, making the irrelevant comment and was, I'm not going to say who it was, but they were kind of backing it a little, right? I mm-hmm. said, so is Cigar Aficionado irrelevant?
0: Well, they because weren't they, here. They I weren't said, there, they, right?
1: They weren't there because of pro, co, their COVID protocols, right?
0: Right. So okay.
1: understand, people need to understand there are bigger companies, and especially ones in New York, that still have travel restrictions, right? They're mm-hmm. trying to protect their people. Look, I, I, there's a lot of things out I'll, I'll throw darts at Cigar Aficionado. If they had a pro, COVID protocol, they weren't there. They weren't there, right? But I said, are you going to stop giving it if they're irrelevant? Then why are you still giving them a, a exclusive access to all your products before at the expense of online media? And that all of a sudden, oh, that's different. I said, no, it's not different. Right. I said, they, they have a legitimate reason why they weren't there. Um, and I'm going to take them at their word that that was the legitimate reason why they weren't. They didn't publicly say that, but that was what I heard is it was COVID protocols why they weren't going to be there. Um, they'll be back next year. Uh, but so I'm just saying there's some sensitive issues in this time. That was the wrong year to do this is what I'm kind of just getting at. Prometheus right. wasn't Prometheus wasn't at that show because of insurance reasons with their employees in California as a California company. Mm-hmm. They had a legitimate reason. They wanted to be there, but guess what? If, if one employees gets sick, they had a huge liabilities. They had to deal with. Right. I totally think people need to understand that too. This was the wrong year to give that message is what I'm kind of getting at. You know, so I'm not, that's not saying I, I don't think you should be doing a message like that period, but this was bad timing to do that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it kind of went back to one person starting it. And then I think a lot of people followed it. And then as it kind of unfolded, it was like, uh, they kind of realized like, I have to say like, I know there might be some people who are still mad at him, but I'm going to give some props to Pete Johnson.
1: Oh, Pete did a great job. Yeah. He,
0: Cause you know what he, he did, he was part of that, but he also like, he went back and like, was like, Hey, you know what? Like I realized like seeing it all together, like, yeah, I, I you're right. That wasn't, a, that wasn't good. And he redid his post. And I, I think that's good. You know, he, he, he handled that very good as a manufacturer. He,
1: he, he has stepped up. Pete has stepped up at this trade show as one of the top tier leaders in this industry. Um, and, and he was doing a lot of other things during the week, you know, like he was recruiting people to get to the CRA meetings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, he spent a lot of time doing that. Right. And a good leader sometimes has to pivot and understand you make a mistake. And Pete, Pete did a great job at pivoting. Um, and I, I had a lot of respect for him coming, how he handled that situation. I, uh, and, um, you know, that's that's what a leader does. And he is just, you know, he has just stepped up uh, a lot. Um, he's already been stepping up a lot. But this show, it was at another level. I think he's he's he is now becoming like one of those. I, I always joke to him being the elder statesman. Right. But he's becoming this leader. And you would have not seen this from Pete maybe 10 years ago like Pete's a great guy he's talented and everything but but the way he's kind of really stepped Barry and I've talked a lot about this on our shows he has just stepped up and, and it's just and it's continuing and it's it's a beautiful thing to see you
0: know uh, while we're on the kind of that topic I want to kind of skew a little bit um, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this but for those who haven't I want to talk about the movie Hand Rolled. now you've seen it
1: right Coop we we saw it um they at the 2018 show Um, They did the world. They did the premiere of the rough cut. It was still in the final edit stages, but we got to see it. Yes. And then I saw the final version. Yes.
0: I just saw it recently, like in its entirety. Yeah. And I think it's a very good movie that people, if you're in the industry, you should see it. If you haven't, you know, if you're a consumer, you like cigars, you should watch it. I think it's a good movie for people who don't smoke cigars to see because I, I really
1: I think if you're retail once a year you should have a movie night with it
0: because yep it really breaks it down and explains I mean not just like like how they get into the the Cuba thing right. I think that's great but it's also like it it they they touch upon so many other things that I think are really important that overall sends the message of why the industry is the way it is and why it is special and why it's not like other tobacco industries um it kind of what sets us apart i think it's a very it's a very good thing to see and a lot of good people who are in there yeah um i just i just want to say that i think a lot of people should you you should just go and watch it yeah really you really should and you know like i watched it once and then i was trying to watch it again yesterday and was like you already watched it. i'm like yeah but i want to watch it again because like it, it was that good and i'm one of those people when i find something that i really enjoy doesn't matter if it's like documentary like that or if it's just a regular like comedy film whatever like i like to watch things multiple times but especially when it's something educational i like to re-watch it because you know a lot of times you don't absorb everything in the first run just like for example yeah. like last year Carney and i were really into the last dance about michael jordan and the bulls i rewatched that probably three times um i really liked it i really enjoyed it i you know I was a big fan of Michael Jordan growing up when I was a kid in the 90s. Um, So like that, you know, I had that part of it, too. But it was also just like I loved hearing the information. So, you know, watching things multiple times, you you, you pick up more like the second, third time, like, oh, I didn't catch that the first time. So I enjoy watching stuff like that. But you know, as a cigar smoker, someone who's part of this and like you or everybody, consumer, retailer, manufacturer, if you haven't seen it, I think you should see it. I just wanted yep. to say that because I think I think it's really worth even if you don't smoke cigars and you want to know, like you know, like oh, like cigar, like what just just watch the movie, please. Maybe you won't become a cigar smoker, but maybe you can at least respect what we do. And that's all I want to say.
1: Yeah, and when we had the premiere of that 2018. Everyone came out of that room with a positive feeling. This was a positive piece of work. You felt positive about the industry. Um, you felt like you, it, you you learned something. Like like it was something for everyone to learn. It, it, yes, it's meant, it's not meant for a geek, a cigar geek, but it really, if you're someone who you could appreciate what this brings to someone who doesn't know our industry, and it created. A, I, I talked about how that movie translated into a positive vibe into the 2018 trade show. It really, it really kind of uh, did, Um, and they were dealing with a norovirus scare that year. Um, You know, uh, they had hit the Las Vegas Hilton a couple weeks beforehand, and it created a very positive vibe. And I knew right then and there this was a special piece of work. And we saw the, like I said, we saw the rough cut; it was really good. So the polished piece of work was even better. I was a little critical of the movie at first because I I was—that's another story. Pete called me out on it. He said, "I want you to come to the movie." I said. I'll come to it. And I was critical. Cause I, I, I didn't get a response back from, I was trying to interview the guys. So it, it was, but, but I went to it, Pete, I said, Pete, if you're asking me to go to it, I'll go to it. And I was blown away. Um, in fact, he was asking me like, what was really wrong with it. It was hard to the the one thing that we thought was wrong. Pete and I agreed on it was they didn't have Julio Oroa on it. Um, and and they had tried to make that happen. And it did. That would, that would have been really nice. Yeah, that was, but honestly, um, that, that's a minor thing because it really, uh, you know, it, it's a minor thing in the end of things. And I, and I know they tried to make it happen. It wasn't like they ignored them or anything like that. I we mean, there's just... some
0: good names. I mean, Pete was on there. Uh, Calito Fuente was on there. Um, you know, the Padrones. The
1: Padrones. Were, were uh, both
0: on there. Wasn't Sa- just wasn't just Sa- George. Manuel Sa- yep. uh, casada was on there. Um, you had... Uh, think hochi blanco was in there too there were yep if i remember correctly um there was um um oh my god why am i drawing nesta placentia was in there um who else who else Um, scar vixen was in there from the media she was um yeah what's his first name oliva was in there too
1: uh gilberto oliva
0: yes he was in there too yeah um you know it was uh it was uh, it wasn't like it was like a star-studded cast but there was some really like good people. Yeah. Not because not like of their notoriety, but just because right. of like what they've done and what they've yeah. accomplished, their experience, what they've seen what their families before them and how that's impacted. I think that was big. Uh, so for them to be there to tell that story, I think that meant a lot because it wasn't just about like, you know, making cigars. It's, it's, it's the story that they tell and, you know, kind of like, you know, why they're all here. And like, what it means to them and and how it this and they even had some people on that that were like you know consumers i think or like some like social media people that explain like from their yeah. perspective like you know like there was someone on there too and i can't remember who it was but um there was someone who was saying that uh you know they talked about uh how uh they were at a lounge or something and uh director of the CIA came in and they smoked a cigar and it was just like the the point that was trying to be made was it doesn't matter who you are. Like you could be the director of the CIA, you could be a blue collar guy, you could be a nine to five office guy, you could be a cigar guy, you could be a geeky guy. If you all smoke cigars, you sit in the room together, you might be people that don't interact with each other outside of those four walls. But when you're in that lounge and you all have a cigar, it doesn't matter. And I'll tell you for those non-cigar smokers out there, you know, all of us will tell you it doesn't. You know, it brings yeah. people together. You know, it, it, it it's true, it's uh, it's proven.
1: Yeah, and I know people say there's isolated cases. Yes, there are right, but they're isolated cases. Like, that's what I'll just say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just going kind of leave it at that. You know, it's when people have a disagreement on, on you know, usually politics and religion are the two. But otherwise, I would say those are isolated cases, and for the most part, you know, uh, people. You know, that's that's always been the mantra of what the industry and the lounge scene has brought together.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's my soapbox with that. No, I just anyway, wanted to bring it up. I,
1: I actually would like to see that movie come back to the trade show, uh, as a showing. Maybe have a panel with some of the people who are in the movie afterwards. Uh, I think it would be great. Hmm. Um, I think you could sell DVDs there as well. I, I think it will be. I think it would be. It would be. next year will be four years since then. I think it's time. Um, you know, to do it again. Uh, that would be a great fun thing to do.
0: Yeah, you can find it if you're, if you're looking for it. Uh, so people told me it was on Netflix. I checked Netflix. It wasn't there.
1: It's on um, Netflix. Uh, but-
0: I go- I got it on Apple cause yeah. I have Apple TV. So I bought it like on my Apple, like on my iTunes account. So it's on there. Uh, it's also, I believe it's on Amazon video prime video. Yep. yep. Um, and I'm not sure if it's anywhere else, but I know it's, and I know you can get a free copy of it. Uh, if you sign up for the CRA, you get a free copy of it. Uh, with your membership, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's out there and you can get it. Um, so I, just check it out. Really, that's all I wanted to say. Just, I yeah, think it's, it's, it's a, good it's for a good, everyone to watch.
1: Yeah, it's good. If like I say, even if you ha- if maybe you just saw that rough cut and you haven't seen the final cut, go see it. Mm. Uh, I know Loomis. Aaron Loomis went to like the, one of the theater premieres because uh, they did it out in like Sacramento or something. I know he was there at that. So um, yeah, and like if you're a lounge owner, I, I encourage you to get it and have an event one night with it. Sell some cigars along that night too.
0: So. I think that that's actually a really good idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, just do it. There's a few it's
0: retailers a- that I'm I'm close with, uh, a good handful of them. Yeah, uh, in different parts of the country, and I'm I'll bring. I don't want to bring that up to them. I think that would really be good for them.
1: Yeah, you get a vent I- out
0: of it. You know, you get a movie showing, sell some cigars. Yeah, like not only do some business, but also just like you know, yeah, have people like learn something from it too. Like it, it doesn't hurt, you know what I'm saying? It it, it helps everybody
1: most of the guys who I smoke with are not like cigar coupe readers. And I don't hold it. Because again, what I do is very industry specific. Mm. Just a few, but a lot of them just, like I said, and they're, they're anxious to learn sometimes. Um, and I see this when they, when events, when, when manufacturers come in and they do like a real event, not like, uh, the the tablecloths with the boxes you know where they talk to people matt Booz is a great example of this right matt Booz came into havana phil's a few years ago he did an event he had this round table where he just kind of talked about his story and guess what people were really into it right and he sold a lot of cigars that night for room 101 so
0: yeah it's not it's not just a sales pitch
1: it's not just that look i get what i get reps have to do that sometimes you know, I get there's uh there's deals you want to do, but I think when you when you create when you bring a manufacturer um or stakeholder in, you have to make it a little more like an event. Uh, I know Dave does a good job with his events. Uh, up Dave guy,
0: David Graffalo? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, Abe, Abe's another one who does really good. Yep. Jeff, Jeff as well. And I'm leaving retailers out. I know there's other ones that do great jobs, but you well, guys I mean, know who you are. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a lot of them. I mean, Dave, Jabe, and uh, Dave, Jeff, and Abe, obviously being among the biggest retailers in the yeah. country, um, you know, at, you know, they, they, they're obviously they operate on a much larger scale. Um, yeah. That doesn't mean anyone else is, you know, not good. It's just, you know, they, they just, they operate in a bigger scale. And so yeah. when they do events, it's, it's even more involved. Um, yeah. And they do a good job doing that. So even for a small retailer, I mean, you know, the, these events are, are great, you yeah. know, for, for the, for, the people's shops, yeah. you know, yeah. especially when you have like the person from that brand there. Like you know, the owner, the the whoever, you know what I mean. So it it, telling I I I like I, I didn't know that he he i had never been to a one of Matt's events. I know him through other ways, and I you know I talked to him, but I, I I've never had an event. Matt an event Matt, is,
1: Matt is very good at an event. Pete's very good at an event. Um, but I think that's look, important to highlight well, the
0: events because like yeah, you know a lot of people do events, and sometimes you go and it's like oh hi like I'm doing a special on. I'm not gonna name names. Um, you know this is you know X Y and Z. And, you know, this is what we have and this is what's on saying if you buy a box, you get a hat and they just kind of stand there. And it's just like they, they talk about the brand, but it's like I like how you you make it more about like, like, well, just like get to know me as a guy. And then if you like me enough, maybe you buy a cigar, not just like we'll buy it because like I'm going to get a hat. Yeah, You know, that's it's a nice approach. I like that.
1: So, so I got to go a good story with Pete, right? So mm-hmm. I was in, I was doing business down in West Palm Beach. Uh, this is the year, end of 2012, when Abe launched the Apocalypse, the Tatooine Apocalypse. Right. I went to the event, and it was the second time I met Pete. I had met him once before, um, and you know, I'm talking to him, and he's smoking this cigar, right? I'm like, Pete, what is that cigar you're smoking? And he's like, it's called, uh, I want to say, La Navarrete. I said, what is this? He goes, it's a French puro. I go, it means it's French tobacco? Yeah, it's 100 percent french tobacco and he's telling me about it and he goes oh by the way they have it in the humidor there and he takes me in and shows me you know i went and bought it right and it was it's very different so i say it's a very different cigar than anything i've ever had but it was really cool to kind of get that and get some knowledge on something i had no visibility for by another brand owner to just kind of point me to go do that which i thought was really cool and again that's kind of i think what people like to see at events there's a personal connection with those and that's you know that's what makes cigar events different and that's when they're really good is when when people are doing the little things like that
0: you know i i think that's that's uh that's a good point and it's a nice touch i mean you and i obviously are close with a lot of these guys and the manufacturers uh it's is you know part of doing business and you get to know people and you have relationships you know um But it's nice when like, because I remember the days when I was just a consumer and and it's cool to go to the shop and meet those guys and stuff. And I remember going to events and meeting some of these people as a consumer. And I remember the ones that like took the time. They were more personable. It wasn't just about like, well, I'm here and like, these are my cigars. Like, you know, we're doing an event. It was like, no, like took the time. Like Nick Perdomo is a great example of that. You know, he goes, yeah, he's in the store, you know, he's in the store. And Nicholas is in the store and sometimes Janine's in the yeah, store. Like they're yeah, all they there. To, they,
1: they came to North Carolina and that's how I built my relationship with Nick.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they come and, and they'll talk to you. Yeah. I mean, they, granted, they're very popular. So a lot right. of people want to talk to them. but you know, if you, if, you know, you get in there and you have that conversation, like Nick will talk to you about other stuff. He's not just going to be like, well, the 20th Sun Grown is good. And this is why you should buy Like he'll shoot the shit with you about, you know, football. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah so many things you know i mean like they, they, they're more personal, and that's that's a nice experience and yeah and that's special for someone who doesn't get a lot of interaction with them i think that's really cool and then yeah maybe you do buy a scar because you feel good you feel like you're connected with that guy yeah um i'm not knocking anyone who doesn't do it i mean some people just some people just don't kind of have that personality and i get that because i know what it's like to kind of be a little bit more like either shy or held back or like maybe yeah. that's just not your comfort zone i respect that because i used to be like that you know it wasn't too long ago like I I didn't like this, you know, but I got over it because I really wanted to do it. And now I I don't have like that, that camera shyness or stage fright. I just look back to this all the time. Yeah. But my point is, is like some people they don't, you know, and and I get that, but it's just, it's, it's just special when you get to have that connection with somebody.
1: Yeah. I usually will not wear a media hat going to a cigar event. Uh, No. Unless I'm there for something to do with media. Uh, I usually just want to be in a store as a consumer. um, And, Sometimes people recognize me, and some people don't. Um, and that's fine, I'm, but I'm just content to just kind of be in that store and just be another consumer that day. Um, I prefer that. Um, I mean,
0: there's been times, like, for example,
1: that's a good job there, but. No, that's fine.
0: Like, there was, uh, so as you guys know, John does the uh, gourmet smoke sessions for LFD. Right. It's kind of like, it's an LFD event, but it's also his, his hacking gourmet. Right. His cooking show that he has, uh, and he kind of created both, so it can kind of be this special cigar event for LFD, but it's also him cooking. So it's really nice. It's been really successful. um Some of the local ones he's done up here, you know, like, you know, he's like hey bro, I'm doing an event. Like, you know, if you want to come and help me out, it'd be cool. I'm, yeah, obviously, you know, and I'll go. And you know, it's just I'm I'm not even there as a consumer or a media. I'm just I'm just helping him out. Like, and I'm in the shop and. I'm running around i'm helping him get like his food stuff together and it's just like you know i'm just yeah. there to, i'm just there to enjoy it like, I don't, right. like i'm right. not there to get video and shit yeah. i'm like, dude, I, 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 like i'm here to cut up steak for john
1: <laughs> right right i uh, you know what i mean yeah
0: uh yeah so it's you know it's it's it, it's cool you know i know what you're saying too sometimes it's nice you know like i'm at the point now where people recognize me and stuff and, and that's and, I, and that's cool um but yeah sometimes like not that i'm discouraging people from like you know saying hello or whatever i always like to say hello no to i don't either like, i don't either but, but yeah. like sometimes yeah like you just kind of want to like go in there like you're not there for media you're just kind of there to hang out and just kind of like just enjoy the event and i get that And you know i i don't just it with it it's true to an extent yeah. you know yeah it, it, it's it's a little more laid back you're like well i'm not here to do anything i'm just i just want to smoke and hang out um you know but yeah i, I get it it yeah. makes sense it's, it's yeah. a different perspective yeah um yep i agree but yeah i mean we kind of got off on there i don't even know i don't know how that started and how we got here but th- that's what the spare notes show that's is all about the spare, yeah. the spare notes, notes
1: show yeah, not spare parts no coop calls it spare
0: parts and like, i only
1: did that once it was an autocorrect too no
0: you texted me today and you're like i'll be ready for spare parts tonight i all did right. it again
1: that must be, it must be changing it but i'm gonna now i'm I, I get i'm gonna make a pledge that will never happen again
0: I think you need to like go to your eye doctor and get those lenses checked.
1: Well, you. I think what happens is I'm, I I don't I don't type it. I put the word in and yeah yeah okay.
0: That's what. But I do. Think, but
1: my eyesight has gone too.
0: Uh, I just like to give you a hard time because it's fun.
1: No, I know. Okay. I, I, I'm I not mad to get it on the website. No, it's on the website. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm mad. <laughs> so uh, I'm not
0: even mad at you. I'm just having a good time. You're more mad about it than me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no that's, that's that's good yeah no that's what this is about um it's uh it's kind of a good yeah like I said, it's great conversations that we do here and uh, uh i enjoy it a lot
0: yeah i mean you know again that's why we uh that's why we have this show it's just it's a uh you know we we have our own shows you know we you know he's got prime time i got the smoking tobacco show but i you know you know if you're newer to this platform here that we're doing this is our third episode um a little off schedule because of pca i think we we have an extra week in between there, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a biweekly thing and it's just, it's, it was a way for us to kind of get together aside from like our, you know, just to be on video to just talk about certain things that maybe like didn't come up on the show or we couldn't fit in or just weren't appropriate for a show that we wanted to address. We don't have our segments in the way, not that that's a problem, but you know, it's just when you do a show, a a regular show is kind of a, a, a production in itself. So know we wanted to um just have a different form to just kind of talk about you know yeah. special issues or maybe just certain things um so if you're listening to us at home uh you know we appreciate that if you're watching live thank you for watching with us um you know we really appreciate it but you know coop is there any uh i, I think tonight's just going to be kind of like the pca night and i think after this we're gonna kind of move on from the pca yeah yeah i, yeah, I, I know we're, we're, but-
1: we're, we're doing like one more pca show and we're done so that's it. That the PC after Tuesday, I'm done, uh, except for content coming out. So,
0: uh, is there anything PCA related you want to touch on before we wrap up the show tonight?
1: No, I think we hit it all. I think we hit it all, at least from my point of view.
0: Uh, oh, that's good. I, I would feel the same. I, I, am I'm, I'm going to say, you know, we're going to, we're going to start winding the show down here, but, um, you know, again, thank you for everyone for watching, for listening. Um, you know, you can find us under the smoke and tobacco podcast channel. Uh, yep. these episodes are all kind of in there in the same, um so don't forget to go on wherever you find your podcasts. Um uh, Podbean, Apple, Google, Spotify, uh Amazon, iHeartRadio, all of them. Uh come find us, subscribe, download, find us on YouTube. Uh smokingtobaccoyoutubecom Tobacco, as well as on the website smokingtobacco.com. Um it'll also be on uh cigarcoop.com. I believe Coop will will make a, uh, a publication yep. on this yep. for every episode. Um you know, and you know on facebook obviously people are watching at home yep Uh, so yeah so come find us subscribe like you know thank you guys for showing the support you know this is like i said it's our third episode and uh, we're having a good time uh we'll see you again uh in two weeks on saturday night yep um i have a couple of things i guess i could tease uh a couple of topics so far that kind of my spare notes uh i kind of want to get into humidity because it's something that keeps coming up. And actually, I know you got a couple of humidity related things you might want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, so we're gonna talk about um, humidity in your humidors, you know, what what's too high, what's too low, what's what system should you use, depending on what what kind of you know you use in a cabinet, using a tabletop, using one of those like you know, coolers. Uh, we're gonna get into humidity and all sorts of things related to the conditions of taking care of your cigars. Um I'm gonna tease this. Cigar, cigar pokers or the, the nub tools. Um, it's not really a thing up here in the Northeast, at least from what I see and people I know. Um, but I look at all the parts of the country and it's like, it's huge. Uh, I want to kind of get into that. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. Uh, I'm not knocking or anything. I'm just, I kind of want to get into that. It was just yep. something that like, I want to talk to you about cause I have some stuff. I have some questions that I want to ask you and in, in the audience. So, um, and I think that's all I'm going to tease for now. So we have a couple of things coming up. There's going to be like non-PCA related and all that. So a little bit more on
1: the uh, consumer yeah, end. Get back to, yeah, kind of the, the bread and butter here.
0: Yeah. So yeah. we have that coming up. So we'll see you guys in two weeks. And again, thanks for watching. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. On yeah, thanks Spare, everyone. On the Spare Notes
1: series. Yep. Take care, everybody. mm mm-hmm.